0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A News and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig DeLuz, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike
1: P. coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown. 2A Views, conservative news. Craig, it's uh, it's Monday, fun day, gun day. Uh, how was your weekend?
0: Uh, well, my weekend was phenomenal. Had a great weekend. A uh, lot of, uh, how do I, should we say, a lot of campaign stuff this weekend. It's the new year. So uh, the, we are now like 60 days out from election day, at least from the primary election day. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff to do. I, I hate it. I, this is the one thing I hate about presidential election years. It's like there's no time between... There's really no real election season. The election season is more like sixty days because it comes right after the holidays.
1: Right, right, yeah. Sounds
0: sounds uh, interesting, fun, and hopefully it'll be rewarding. You know, uh, I'm working on rewarding. It is definitely interesting, fun. Eh. Could be could be more fun. How about that?
1: <laughs> it is what you make. Make them a uh, make them a combination campaign event slash salsa contest
0: oh well there you go see leave it to Mike. but see mike always knows how to make you know lemonade out of lemon or you know yeah and that's salsa very...
1: dancing by the way not salsa, not salsa for taco for chips and nachos not salsa, salsa
0: dancing <laughs> that's dancing salsa salsa, not salsa. <laughs> salsa so.
1: not salsa that you drink with your salsa while you, fun while stuff you fun
0: stuff how was your weekend
1: uh, you know, we always got some arms room radio going out here on, uh, on Saturdays. And then, uh, let's see, Sunday was spent, uh, doing a little airplane maintenance. So all good. All good.
0: Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I I'll tell you the one thing that got me over the weekend and I have to be honest, I had to literally put my phone down because I was getting really, really tired of all the liberals on Twitter and on social media talking about January 6th. It was, uh, it was a pain in the butt. Because I'm, I'm sitting up here thinking to myself, none of these folks cared anything, anything at all about the George Floyd riots and what went on during the George Floyd riots. But all of a sudden, it, all of a sudden, an, ar- and, I'm gonna clarify, an unarmed revolution that took place on January 6 2021, now is like their next 9-11. Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. I, you know what I did do this weekend? I, I sat down and I watched... Uh, Dave Chappelle uh, Dreamer I actually had the opportunity to watch that this week. And uh, that, that did not disappoint. Dave did not disappoint. In fact, I think my favorite part of that Craig was after Dave's telling the story of when he got attacked on stage that, uh, you know, he was on tour with Chris rock and he got attacked. It happened. And Chris rock came out running from the back and grabbed the microphone and said, was that Will Smith? (laughs) This is my, this is my attack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? This is my attack. you getting laughs on my attack.
0: <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you, and this is the thing that I will continue to say about Dave Chappelle. And people get, Dave Chappelle, his comedy is neither conservative nor liberal. He focuses on the one thing that comedians should focus on, and that is being funny.
1: The funny focuses on the funny. Yep. Right. Right. What a, I, what a unique perspective.
0: Yeah, see, I can handle a comedian attacking my position as a conservative. I can totally handle that. I just have one requirement. Yeah. Be funny. Even comedians it's, who uh, agree with me. It's great and wonderful that you agree with me, but I didn't come here for you to agree with me. I didn't tune into you for you to agree with me. I tuned in because I want you to make me laugh. There
1: you go. Yep, Dave's got plenty of the hahas, has so it works out.
0: Now, have you ever watched any of Ricky Gervais
1: I have Ricky's much the same way
0: very very much the same way very very liberal it's kind of funny so, some of his as a as a as a believing christian some of his comedy relating to uh Christianity because he is an atheist can be a bit biting but once again it's funny so I, I I give him a pass on that but uh but yeah no he's he is actually very very funny as well he actually just came out with a special, too.
1: Have not seen his new one, but uh, I, I'll probably watch that as well. I do like the way he goes after the, uh, the Hollywood elite. You know, he, he, oh, yeah. He, he oh, most that.
0: definitely. Most definitely. Good stuff. Definitely good stuff. One other thing that I would encourage you to watch. Uh, don't, I, I will not vouch for its tr- for the truth that is in it, but Cat Williams in, uh, in Club Shay Shay. <laughs> it's an interesting interview
1: yeah i will watch it i enjoy cat williams as well
0: yes good stuff good stuff all right enough of enough of the jibber jabber let's go ahead and get into the show and let's uh do the first things first and let's uh let's pay those bills by recognizing our sponsors
1: let's do it let's say hi to our good friends at hitman industries that's hitmanindustries.net if you got yourself an ar in the past five years you got one of their barrels and you probably don't even know it well now you can buy from them direct and get your next barrel for your next ar build That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Also check out the California 6th Congressional Race while you're there. If you want the best in tactical holsters on the market, get on over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com, hogholsters.com. Use the discount code to run It's all one word, no spaces, all caps. Get a nice little discount on your holster. And if you're looking for the best in tactical gear, whether you're going indoors, outdoors, hunting, camping, fishing, you can get anything you want except the gun at uscombatgear.com.
0: That's right, folks. I uh, just want to once again encourage you if you don't already know, yes, Craig Deleuze is running for Congress. And hey, I, I know I always hit you guys up to donate, but here's an opportunity for those of you who are limited on your resources. This weekend, we're going to have, we're going to be doing some phone banking. So all you got to do is go there, click on the volunteer tab, and you will be able to phone bank from wherever you are in the country. All you got to do is go to the volunteer tab there at the website, go fill out the information here, and then go down to, I'd like to make phone calls for Craig. Now, uh, Mike, you have to be nice. You have to be polite. This is not like crank calls. This is not like crank yankers from back in the day. So do not be doing <laughs> crank calls on behalf of Craig DeLuce. But would encourage you guys, please help us out. Look, this is going to be an election that's going to be won by, it's not going to be a whole lot of money that's going to go into it, although we are going, we do need money. Uh, but it's largely going to be because folks are reaching out and touching voters and talking to them about why you should be supporting Craig DeLuz for Congress. So do me a favor. If you got my back, have my back. Go to craigdeluz.com, sign up, and uh, we, once again, we'll be doing our first phone bank this upcoming Saturday. It's going to be at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, which will be basically 1 p.m. Eastern, and y'all know the time zones there in between.
1: You know, I was going to say, is there any sweat equity you could do to help the, the, uh, the campaign there? And now you say I can, I can get on the phone and call people on your behalf? I think I'm in. I think I'm in. I don't know if I want it you to call people on my behalf. Hey, <laughs> that sizzle chest. Come on there, Jackie. Come
0: on. Excuse me, are you one of them commies? You need to turn your life around and vote for Craig to lose. Yeah. I said,
1: hey there. Win up boy. You got your you got your wallet out. Get your wallet out there, sizzle chest.
0: <laughs> anyway, good time will be had. Those of you who live in the Sacramento area, I encourage you guys to come on out. We're gonna be at the Sacramento County Republican Party headquarters making phone calls. Uh uh, but you know, because we all like, you know, get together, have a good time. But uh for those of you who can't make it out there, maybe those of you who are, I don't know, on the other side of the country, do me a favor, sign up and uh uh you know. Make a few calls for a brother. Just saying.
1: Nice. Nice. What what part of Sacramento is that in, Craig?
0: It's in Rancho Cordova. Okay, gotcha. I'm yeah. <laughs> it's not an old sack.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I was just curious. Is it an old rancho? Regular rancho?
0: It just there's just it's just regular Rancho Cordova,
1: dude. <laughs> you know what? I had some Rancho Cordovas the other day when I was at Taco Tuesday. They're pretty good. Did you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get into today's program. Uh, as you may know, Saturday was the third anniversary of January sixth. It's kind of odd to me the way in which uh, they, the way in which the left, the media, and 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 you know folks like uh, President Biden uh, take great joy in celebrating. Uh, well, what in essence was. Uh, was a riot. There, there was definitely, I will not say that there was not a riot at the Capitol that day. I will not say that people did not break laws that day. Uh, but January 6th was far from, it wasn't 9-11. Uh, it was not Pearl Harbor. It was not D-Day. It was, matter of fact, It was, it was it, it, it wasn't even the George Floyd riots. It wasn't even day one of the George Floyd riots. And yet and still, all of those, all of those events, all of those, oh, I'm sorry, Pearl Harbor was the one I was looking for, not D-Day. But it's amazing how it, it appears in their minds that this is the worst thing that has happened to America or in America uh, ever. Anyway, all that having been said, uh, Trump, uh, Donald Trump actually came out and uh, actually made a very, very interesting point. I mean, especially especially as we are looking at and talking and dealing with what has been going on in, uh, in Israel, what's been going on in the Gaza Strip, Donald Trump came out during his speech on Saturday and declared. He came out and he said, it's time to release the January 6th hostages. And this, I wanted to pull this out right because I wanted to do, you to see how the mainstream media is reporting this. It says, former President Donald Trump, said Saturday at a campaign rally in Clinton, Iowa, that President Biden should release January 6 rioters who are serving prison time for their actions during the attack on the Capitol. Release the J6 hostages, Trump said. Release them, Joe. You can do it. You can do it easy. Now, I, I'm not going to bother reading the rest of this article, uh, and you guys can go over there to CBS News and check it out. I'm not going to do that because a lot of it is just simply... Uh, well, it's not exactly factually based. It wasn't exactly very well uh, edited because literally they repeat the same stuff like two or three times, the same exact facts that are there in the article. But I thought it was an interesting point. Um, I, I, you know, once again, the the people who were arrested and are doing time or had to do time for what for basically in essence of the eleven hundred people that were charged. 967 of them, it was for being in the Capitol when they weren't supposed to be. But yet the people who were recently took over the Capitol, took over the Capitol Rotunda, took over several government buildings there in Washington, D.C., almost none of them have been charged with anything.
1: You know, because it's it's really a non-issue for our side. It's, it's, It's... It means nothing to us. It, it wasn't this event that the left is portraying it to be. I, I give example, Craig. You know, this this Saturday, this past Saturday on Arms Room Radio, we've been on the air for, we're going into our 10th year now, right? 10 years of live broadcasts, doing radio all across the country. And uh, it, it, our show was on, just putting this together while I'm sitting here talking to you, our show was on Saturday. It was on January the 6th. Three of us, conservative pundits, for the last 10 years, it didn't even cross our minds. Uh, not, not at all. We didn't do a mention of it. We didn't say anything about it because it's just another day in our history, like any other normal day. It's nothing outstanding that occurred that should spark one one hundredth of the interest that the liberals are putting into this, uh, you know, attempted overthrow of our nation. Listen, if those people had wanted to overthrow this nation, it would have happened. OK, you, you, the, the way the way you people cowered down and ran. You know, it was, was laughable, if anything else. That's what I remember about it the most, that it took 10 violent people to take your building. Because the other, you know, couple thousand that were there were just walking through open doors that the police had held open for them.
0: Well, exactly. And so this is the breakdown. Once again, I wanted to pull what the left head. So this was from Axios. This was as of August, right? Now, keep in mind, once again, of the 1,100, almost 1,200 people... Notice, 967 were charged with entering or remaining in a in a in a restricted federal building or grounds. Right now, mind you, many of those people were let in, and we already know this. We know this because we've seen the video evidence. We've already seen that many yep. of them were let in, and had they actually, if people had actually had access to that video, they probably would not have pled guilty. Because like 700 people have pled guilty. Uh, to stuff. Yeah. And now that we have that video, you're going to see a lot of that stuff possibly get overturned, but there's two things I want you to notice that are not charged here. You notice there's not one weapons charge on here, not one. Correct. And I'm wondering Correct. what kind of insurrection do you have where no one has a weapon or a firearm, none, zero. Um, yep. then the other is, and I'm wondering, because keep in mind, president Trump has been removed. From two state ballots for being involved in an insurrection, um, do do you see any charges of insurrection here? Insurrection is a crime. There is a federal crime known as insurrection. Do you see? Do you see anybody? Anybody? I see. Uh, I see
1: uh, influencing obstruction. If you get drunk and say it fast, it might sound like insurrection.
0: <laughs> but this is the sort of stuff, that I'm like Mike. I, I, I look at this and I'm like, wait a minute. Here's the worst part about it. And this is what's so funny is. So you have you have people in Congress who want to say, who want to talk about due process, who are upset and angry that Republicans have opened an inquiry, a, a, an impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. And they actually said, look, we're going to do the inquiry before we do the, the uh, impeachment. <laughs> yeah. They impeached Donald Trump and then did the inquiry. Meaning, all right. So nobody's been charged with insurrection, but he was, he was impeached for being involved in an insurrection, and then they did the investigation. But, but we're the ones who are trying to subvert democracy. democracy. I don't get it.
1: I, yeah, I love the way they do things, Craig. In the order they do it, I mean, folks, listen. They, they, again, they did the. They did the uh, the impeachment before the investigation. That's like going to your doctor and saying, "Doc, I don't feel so good." He goes, "Well, let's cut you open and take a look inside, and then we'll do some then we'll do some tests." We'll exactly.
0: Exactly. Let's do the brain surgery before we determine what the problem is. Before <laughs> we run any tests. Gonna, I- yeah. <laughs> Well, no, once again, you. the point was was that they already had determined that he was guilty. They already determined that they didn't like him. They already, de- I mean, they determined that they wanted to impeach him before he took office. They made it very oh, clear. Yeah. Democrats made it very clear. You had people like Letitia James or the Secretary of State there in Maine who ran on the idea that they were going to get Donald Trump, that they were going to oppose Donald Trump. They ran on it. That was their campaign platform, and you know. I guess as conservatives, we should not be surprised that they followed through on it. But when you, dis, when you campaign and then follow through on the idea that you are going to utilize your office, your public office, for political purposes, I would think that one should be held accountable for that. I, I do not know if that is a crime. If it is a crime, they ought to be charged. Uh, I do know that at the very least, it's a violation of the public trust and they ought to be removed from office. It's election interference is what it is at a minimum, right? You know? At a minimum, it is election interference. Yeah. But, you know, what What do I know, right? I'm just, a, you know, just an everyday common guy who uh, actually happens to read the Constitution. Yes, right.
1: And and and, and it's, that makes you unique, Craig, that you've actually read the documents that uh, our laws are based upon. It's so weird because uh, clearly many, many people in Congress themse- themselves have never read it.
0: Well, they've either never read it or they don't care. They just choose to ignore the parts that uh, get in the way of what it is that they want to do.
1: Like our, our friends in New York pointed out last week, uh, ABC. She don't. She don't even know the three branches of the government. So,
0: nope, not at all. <laughs> doesn't doesn't know the three branches at all. Nope, nope. All right, moving right along. Biden to tear down statue of William Penn. What? That's right. One of, the, one of the founding fathers of the state of Pennsylvania. They are looking to remove his statue. Uh, Biden's National Park Service to remove William Penn statue from Philadelphia. It says here, the National Park Service under President Joe Biden has announced that it intends to remove the statue of William Penn from Welcome Park in Philadelphia. The historic home of the founder of Pennsylvania and important early colonial figure. It says here, Penn is a uniquely res- respected figure in American history. A Quaker, he treated the Native Americans in the area with respect and deference. However, he also owned slaves, which was which was led which has led to the removal of his name from historic sites. And that's what it really comes down to, Mike. We're now going to rewrite history because this guy owns because he did something that was legal at the time. And once again, I I I don't I'm not a person who believes in engaging in this, uh, you know, presentism is what is what is what uh, some folks call it. In other words, I'm going to judge the actions of the past based on the moral values and the laws of today. Because by the way, if we did that, well then folks like oh the person, the the guy, uh, the the former uh, mayor of San Francisco. You know, the one, Harvey Milk, the one that they want, the one that uh, people say is an icon within the gay community? Well, he was sleeping with a 16-year-old, and it was illegal. Uh, It's illegal now for for him to do that, so therefore that makes him a pedophile. But if you, you know, use presentism, that's presentism if you're doing that. I
1: think, Craig, we should take... We should take the people that uh, are, are, are trying to take down these statues, right? Because, again, they're rewriting history. They're doing presidentism. And we should take them and put them in the past, right? And that way, those people in the past can accuse them of being witches and burn them at the stake. Because everything that they did back in – if they go into the past and do things that they do today, they'd be accused of witchcraft. Well, oh, my God. He talked into a little box, and other people came to see him. And, oh, that's witchcraft. Let's burn him at the stake.
0: You know, that is, that is actually an excellent point. You know, once again, judging people, judging people based on the values of today, judging people in the past. Well, maybe people in the past could judge people in the future because guess what else we're doing? Uh, let, let's look at uh, uh, the issues of, say, for example, abortion. Well, according Boy. to biblical times, that is sacrificing your children. That's child sacrifice. That's human sacrifice. Yep, you will be stoned to
1: death. Not the way you'd be stoned today in California either. No, no,
0: no, no, definitely not the way you're stoned in California today. I just, the thing that once again gets me is, is that the goal here is rather than, I don't want to say augment, rather than clarify and provide more additional clarity to history, their goal is to remove history. Well, you know, when you remove history, that's how you're doomed to repeat it. If you don't know or understand i mean that's how pervasive slavery was was that at the time one number one it was legal number two it existed uh and it was a part of even even our nation's leaders and founders several of them actually also owned slaves we need if we don't want it to ever be that pervasive again then we need to make sure that we acknowledge that it existed that we acknowledge that it was wrong how can you acknowledge that it was wrong if it never existed of course, at the same time, there are more people who are slaves today than have ever been slaves in all of history, but we don't acknowledge that. Therefore, it's almost impossible for us, and that's why many of our politicians will not acknowledge that it is, in fact, wrong. Now, today we call it human trafficking. Today we call it sex. You know, we call it the sex trades, right? But right. in many cases, still slavery. You can't tie a
1: baby to a coyote and make it run across the border. How would that happen? <laughs> Remember, that's just like within the past year or two. Yes, they, they, not only did they deny human trafficking,
0: they think we're tying actual babies to coyotes and, and running them across the border. It once again, it is beyond front. And you know, for a lot of people who disagree with us, I don't want really to say they disagree with; they are literally misinformed by the mainstream media. I, I was I was just reading some articles about bills that are are start taking place in California. They're written. Uh, by students at Sac- Sacramento State University. And it was interesting because much of the stuff that was in there, yeah, but you didn't actually take a, a full look at why people oppose some of those measures and what is bad about them. And it's like, you literally are doing nothing more than promoting propaganda. And when, by the way, when the media does that, all you're doing is you are not informing, you are not educating, you are promoting propaganda. And many of them are too dumb, uh, not too dumb, too, too willfully ignorant. To actually look ignite. up and try and find ignite. the real information.
1: By the by the way, Craig, down here in the South, we say ignorant.
0: Ignant. There you go. Ignant. They are just. Ignite. They are just ignite. Willfully ignorant.
1: We we have a we have a new we have a different term for them in the South. We call them igmos. Igmo. <laughs> they're, they're igmos.
0: <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right, moving right along. California carry band state again. So. California, the state of California, passed a a concealed carry ban, uh, one very much like the one that was passed in New York and that was overturned. Uh, in California, basically, they made it so that you couldn't carry. So you have a right to carry, but you couldn't carry in most public places. When I say most public places, I mean you, not on public transportation, not at any gathering, not at any protest, not at any school, which was already the case. You couldn't carry at a church. You couldn't carry in a public in a in a business that did not have a sign that said that it was okay for you to carry, which basically made it that you couldn't carry almost anywhere. There was almost no place where you could conceal carry a firearm without being in violation of the law. Well, the original person who put it in got a stay, right? Meaning that the original person who sued, uh, who sued uh, the California Rifle and Pistol Association sued. They got a stay. Then that stay got removed, which meant that the law was supposed to go into effect as of January 1. Well, the state of California as of January, January 5th or January 6th, the stay is back on. This according to ABC News. It says a new California law that bans people from carrying firearms in most public places was once again blocked from taking effect Saturday as a court case challenging it continues. A Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals panel dissolved a temporary hold on a lower court injunction blocking the law. The hold was issued by a by a different Ninth Circuit panel and and had allowed the law to go into effect on January 1. Saturday Saturday's decision keeps in place the December 20th ruling by U, by U.S. District Judge Carmack Carney uh, blocking the law. Carney said that it violates the Second Amendment and that gun rights groups would likely prevail in proving it unconstitutional. Now, Mike, there's a big, big thing here that I think is important to acknowledge is that even ABC News is acknowledging that this law will keep people from carrying in most public places. Now, maybe it's just me, but don't most uh 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 mass casualty events, uh especially those involving firearms, occur in most public places? Ninety-seven
1: percent. Ninety seven percent of mass shootings occur in gun free zones, Craig. Places where people are banned from carrying firearms to protect themselves and their families. Gee, I wonder why that is. Maybe it's because the bad guys don't care about the law and they're going to go to the place where the, there are victims and not uh, defenders, you know, you know, citizen defenders. That's why. That's why it happens like that, because they're not dumb. OK, the, the lion doesn't go after tigers. All right. They go after the gazelles and the bunny rabbits and, and that kind of nonsense. They go after the easy kills. And that's the same thing your uh, your predators do in your communities. They go after the easy victims and the easy victims are those that can't defend themselves.
0: Exactly. And I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. Uh, But what it is is because they want us to be victims. Because here's the thing, Mike, the people who commit the crimes, they're really the victims. And we, those of us who choose, those of us who desire to be able to defend ourselves, well, we are oppressing those victims. We are the ones who are actually the committers of the atrocities because, well, if we didn't have stuff that they wanted, like, you know, peace and joy in our lives then uh well then maybe they wouldn't attack maybe they wouldn't come after and attack us yeah rightfully so rightfully so yeah anyway but once again it's kind of interesting like i said that once again here it is this is a ninth circuit panel i mean the ninth circuit uh once again let me just go back to you uh ninth circuit is not known for being ultra conservative but it's become much more conservative due to a certain former president who uh, made it a point to uh, appoint a decent number of judges uh, to the Ninth Circuit, and now we're actually getting some decent rulings out of the Ninth Circuit. So we shall see. Now, generally, what will wind up happening is it will go on bonk, which basically means uh, they'll do a eleven judge panel. And one thing we know about the Chief Justice or the Head Justice of the Ninth Circuit, he always to me, he always is sure to stack those on bonk uh, panels with anti-gun justices. Uh, he, he does, he's done it every single time. Uh, but then we also know that it will go to the Supreme court. And once, if the Supreme court accepts it, which when you look at what's going on in New York, you look at what's going on here. I find it very difficult to believe that the Supreme court will not accept it. Uh, I think it's something that we will definitely see get overturned.
1: Yeah, how, how about it? Let's hear it for Judge Cormac Carney, huh? What a name, by the way, right? Cormac Carney—he sounds like a, a judge in a Scrooge McDuck case, you know? It just—he's got—he's got, the, it, he's got the, it the, does, the, that. It does, doesn't it? awesome name. You know? Yeah. Ah, it's Judge Cormac Carney
0: here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving right along. All right, this next article, Mike, I got to tell you, it is the weirdest. It is the weirdest thing because i just I'm just I'm gonna go straight to the article because I'm just trying to figure out exactly what it is that they're trying to say here. Newsweek: Joe, Joe Biden appears to be a superager. Doctors doctors say. Now you know around this time of the year is when they do they they release the results of his physicals and stuff like that. Um, here it says as another presidential election cycle looks to be set looks to be to be dominated by discussions of age and mental fitness. An opinion piece for The Hill, published su- Sunday, suggests that President Bi- President Joe Biden could be a super-ager, citing doctors who have evaluated the president's medical history. Biden, 81, is seeking reelection to a second term as president in the 2024 election. And is all but entirely assured of receiving the Democratic nomination, with his general election prospects for success being being dogged uh, by persistent worries about worries among voters that he is too old to hold office. Former President Donald Trump, who is only roughly four years younger than Biden, is overwhelmingly uh, tipped to secure the GOP nomination, setting up a 2020 rematch in the general election. At 78 years old, when he was inaugurated in January uh, January 2021, Biden is is the oldest individual to ever hold office of the presidency and would would be 86 by the end of a hypothetical second term. Citing uh, numerous well-documented gaffes during speeches and other such evidence, critics and opponents of the president have said that he is too old and not mentally fit for office. Supporters in turn have have counter argued that Biden is in strong mental physical shape and is and for his advanced age and attributed his gas to other spe- uh, to other speech issues to a lifelong struggle with speaking problems. Now, Mike I'm trying to figure out what sort of evidence these doctors are looking at when they say that this dude is a quote unquote Super ager. I know people who are in their 80s. And they are, first of all, much, much healthier than this dude. But, dude, we are watching him disintegrate in front of our eyes. Even Democrats are not denying that that he is just old
1: yeah and I think they they have yet to separate whether well, in this story, Craig, the, the difference between his physical health and his mental health uh, as well. I mean, it's clear the guy's mental health is is dwindling at a, at, a, at an advanced rate. but Craig I, I, I mean, I got to give the guy props. let's say let's say when you see Joe Biden do a speech, right? and when he leaves, he probably takes an extra hundred steps to leave. I mean, he's just wandering all over the place, getting in more exercise. I mean, he, so he's getting more, more exercise than President Trump does on stage uh, for sure. Um, I, I will say, uh, you listen, you're not gonna beat President Trump's fitness. He's, he's, this guy's out there playing a full round of PGA golf about every other day. He's putting in seven miles a day, walking the golf carts. He's not riding them carts around there. This guy's out there playing, playing the course and he's playing it in Florida, by the way, in the sun. Not that nice up north 70-degree weather nonsense. Um, he's definitely much more physically fit. He's definitely sharper mental acuity. Um, this super-ager thing is just, again, let's throw some stories out there, and if we say enough that he's healthy, then he'll be healthy.
0: Here, I found out the, the, the paragraph I was looking for. It says here, The geriatricians evaluating Biden's medical history in 2020 found evidence to suggest... He could be a quote-unquote superager, a subgroup of people aged 80 years and older that operate physically and cognitively at a level that is common among those much younger, the piece said. There is no clinical evidence for cognitive decline in President Biden, despite armchair <laughs> gerontologists declaring otherwise. It may be tempting to conclude that such evidence does not exist because an extensive battery of diagnostic assessments of cognitive functioning has been, has not been ordered to our knowledge by his personal physician. And if done something significant might be revealed. Now, I, I, Mike, once again, I'm just, I'm tripping off of this because I'm like, what are they looking at? How are you not watching this man? First of all, Telling the same stories that everyone has already told him. We all know it's not true, Joe. Stop lying. Even his old staff is saying, yeah, you got to stop saying those things because there's this thing called fact check. Now, this thing called the internet where people can look up all of the lies that you are telling. And yet he continues to tell the stories. All I can think, Craig, is the stories
1: dated, uh, you know, it's dated recently, but it's talking about his mental status as of 2020. Well... Listen, that's that's four years ago now. Right. And we've watched his mental status go down exponentially every year. And this is what happens with someone when they get older and they have loss of cognitive function. They have they start to get dementia. That's where he's going. But, you know, they tried to emphasize that. I guess they talk to doctors today and say the doctors today say, oh, they've seen nothing wrong. And the only thing I could think is I'd have to read the rest of it there, Craig, but it's probably signed off by Dr. Fauci or something like that.
0: Probably so. <laughs> yeah. Probably not so. The, not the, not the two, one or the other, you know? I just, I, I don't understand how you come to this conclusion that dude is a quote unquote super ager. It is, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. He is probably better than most people at his age. I, I don't, but most people his age are not president in the United States. Most people his age are not under the level of stress that he is under. as president of the United States, we've watched every single president who has served, with the exception, quite frankly, of Donald Trump, age right before our eyes as they as they engaged as they were as they were president of the United States. And Joe Biden is no different, except he's aging faster than that dude at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's almost that fast.
1: Yeah, and President Trump seems to be getting stronger from it. Again, like throwing cans of spinach at Popeye, he gets stronger with with every blow.
0: Right, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I just, I just wonder what these folks are thinking. And it's a Democrat Party. If you really believe that by putting out stuff like this that you are going to uh, gain support for the for the for your for your candidate, it's not happening. It's just not happening. I'm sorry. People are not going to deny their lying eyes. They're not. They're, I'm sorry. They're going to believe their lying eyes. And that, by the way, folks, brings us to our parting shots, brought to you by Hog Holsters. Hogholsters.com. Just use discount code THERUNDOWN. All caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. Yes, sir.
1: I do want to point out that you also can't hide your lying eyes. We know that, too.
0: You can't hide your lion eyes. There you go. Oh, Funny stuff, funny stuff. You know, a lot of people are warning about what will happen if Donald Trump becomes president, and they're saying that we're going to go back to how things were. And that's where this meme comes in. It says, I love how Biden is warning Americans that if they vote for Republicans, we'll go back to the economy under Trump. Oh, Please. Anything but a booming economy with no inflation.
1: <laughs> it, it's like Dave, Dave Chappelle said, remember when he got heckled by an audience member? What are you going to do if Trump gets elected? He said, I don't know, probably get a significant tax
0: break. <laughs> mundo. And then, oh, here's another one. Got to love this guy. Uh, this brought to you by the Babylon Bee. It says, Maverick owner uh, makes good on DEI promise by signing new power forward peter dinklage um for those of you who do not know who peter dinklage is uh let's just say he's an undersized power forward
1: he's an angry elf he's from the south pole
0: (laughs) angry elf from the south pole (laughs) and this last one now bob bob de niro robert de niro used to be one of my favorite actors and it's kind of funny because I can't even. I can barely watch. I can't even watch his movies anymore because now the dude has turned into such a whiny lefty. Uh, not turned into. He's always been. He's just you know pretended to be a tough guy, and that's pretty much the the at the heart of this meme. It says it says this is Bob. Bob pretends for a living. Sometimes Bob pretends to be a tough pretends to be tough and edgy, but Bob isn't tough and edgy. Bob is just another butt hurt snowflake. Don't be like Bob. Go home, Bob. Go home, Bob. There's
1: your, there's your, uh, there's your eighty year old uh, dementia patient right there.
0: There you go. I still saw. I, I don't know if you watched the last movie he did called the uh, last. It was called The Irishman, where they tried to have him playing a dude who, first of all, in his he's in like his eighties. They tried to have him, you know, being a tough guy in his forties, and it's just he just it looked bad. It, it looked like, uh, uh, you know how Joe Biden. You know when he's, he tries to get that little jog thingy to make it look like he's young, it looked like yeah. that. <laughs> it was just bad. His
1: last movie I saw, his last movie I saw was before he got all anti-Trump, and it was the one with uh, Zach Efron where he was the grandpa and they went to Spring Break together.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I just I'm. It's kind of funny because I'm like, I, I try not to get into someone's politics when I'm going to watch a movie. But I also find that some people in particular, like him, it's like, I just, I don't feel desire to watch their movies when they come out anymore. I just don't. I just, they're, eh.
1: Yeah, I, no, I vote with my wallet and I haven't given any money to him since. I haven't watched one of his movies. haven't, uh, yeah. I would, listen, you know how I am about uh, mob, mob, mob classics and mob films. I've not seen the Irishman. So, you know, that's because yeah. he's in
0: it. Exactly exactly good stuff good stuff all right mike it's about that time but before we go it's time to give that uh, one last shout out to our sponsors
1: that's right let's say hi to hitman industries hitmanindustries.net they have rifle and pistol caliber barrels available at any length you desire for your next ar build or rebarrel your current ar that's hitmanindustries.net California Republican Assembly, fighting the good fight behind enemy lines. I take part in California's future today. Make sure you check out that California 6th Congressional race uh, while you're there. And, of course, if you want the best in tactical gear on the market, no matter if you're going indoors, outdoors, hunting, camping, fishing, whatever it may be, you can get everything except the gun at uscombatgear.com.
0: That's right, folks. Please take a moment. Follow the links in the description of this program. Check out our sponsors. If you like what you see, spend some money with them and make sure you let them know that it was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. And with that, we are going to go ahead and call it a day. We very much appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you liking and sharing the program. If you haven't already subscribed on Rumble, subscribe on Rumble today, right now. Go do it right now. Don't wait. Anyway, thank you so much. We will be back tomorrow on Taco Tuesday. Y'all have a good time. We'll see you then.